Hello, lovely hogs. Andrew here, and we are so excited to bring Trusty Hogs Live all over the world. Yes, as you listen to this, we have one date left in Australia at the Sydney Factory Theatre. That is on the 27th of April. And then we are back in the Northern Hemisphere with Dublin. Yes, we are so excited to come to Ireland for the first time. We're bringing Trusty Dogs Live to the Laughter Lounge on the 4th of June. Tuesday the 4th of June in Dublin, there's going to be an Irish history lecture from Helen. There's going to be drunken karaoke. There's going to be problem solving. All sorts of chaos. All the usual. It is not to be missed. Make sure you get your tickets early because we are expecting to sell out. Trustyhogs.com forward slash tour for all the tickets and info that's Dublin on the 4th of June then we are into July with Bristol Brighton Edinburgh in August London at the Clapham Grand on the 16th of October and then we close out our tour in Manchester on the 6th of November so make sure you go to trustyhogs.com forward slash tour get your tickets quick because some of these are already sold out Uh, some of them are very nearly there and we cannot wait to see you Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, thank you so much for listening to Trusty Hogs. Before we get started, we just want to remind you that you can get extra episodes on our Patreon. All the links are on Trusty Hogs, on our Instagram, on our Twitter, and you can get uh, over 50 extra episodes in your inbox, wherever it works, for straight now a for a five a month. Do it. Join us. Through the fog, step forth the Trusty Hogs. Yeah, you're gonna give them your problems and they will solve them. Maybe they won't, and that's your problem. They'll have guests and Andrew White on the tech. Oh, it's Helen and Catherine as the trusty hogs. Trust the trusty hogs, or maybe not. Hello. Hello. No. Welcome. Yes, welcome to episode 54 of Trusty Hogs. I, Catherine, am very excited to be here. Helen is also here and feeling... Devastated. Devastated because she hasn't had the most ideal start to the day. Miserable. And consequently, she is the saddest woman in the world. I was the saddest woman in the world. I thought I was the saddest woman in the world. And then you broke it to me that someone who I thought was amazing... Died. Can I just say, I did not... Okay, so look. Hello, welcome to episode 54. This is an episode where we tell you about our lives and then we answer your <laughs> listener problems. Stop crying. Everyone ahead. dies in the end. No, and I know that, yes, but like... It is true. But basically, I've just been to Derry. I was trying to tell Helen about my beautiful holiday. Went to Derry. Was there for work, but also had a gorgeous day in the city. Did a walking tour. Helen was like, I've been to Derry. I did a walking tour with a lovely na- man called Martin. And I was like, ugh. So there's a plaque where the walking tour starts because Martin, who runs the company, I think has died. But Tony really mentions him at the start of the chat. His name's on the back of the jackets. His wife and son run the company. His memory lives on. He was so full of life in 2011. Well, I'm. It's now 2022. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I went to Derry and I had a walking tour with a group of friends from a lovely man called Martin. And he died. Listen, Tony still does a great tour. Tony gives great tour. It's no bother. Do you think it's my fault? No. What? How would that be your fault? Do you think maybe this isn't about you? No, I, I can't do- fathom that. It I- feels like it's not. Stop crying, Helen. <laughs> Helen. Helen. Yeah. Many men you've met in your life are dead now. No! Yes. <laughs> Oh, God, it's been so awful this morning. I was at Manchester train station and, you know, they have that statue outside of the train station of all the men coming back from the war and they're all blind and they've had a horrible time. My love, those men are all dead. They're all dead. Every Santa whose lap you've sat on, dead. Dead. Anyone whose granddad you met in primary school, dead. But I brought you a gift from Derry. No, stop crying and I'll give you the gift. Stop crying and I'll give you the gift. Take a breath. Take a breath. Wait till you hear what's actually happened in Northern Ireland. My God. Why no? Again? No no, no, no. No one's ever died there. Everything's fine. I brought you this gift. No, they did. Sunday, bloody Sunday. You don't even know what that means. It's about how annoying a Sunday is. I knew you were doing poetry. I knew you were. Fuck, you didn't even pay attention to Martin's walking tour. Wipe your eyes. 
Wipe your bloody eyes. I brought you this from Dairy. Thank you. <laughs> it's a magnet. I know it's a magnet. <gasps> oh my god! Isn't it a good one? Christ, sure. A cheeky wee cream finger is just heaven, Sister Michael. <laughs> I fucking love it. Oh, I love it. Isn't it good? Yeah. Don't you cry. Don't you cry. Don't you cry. Don't you else would have liked Don't- it. Martin would have loved it. Martin would have loved it. I'll tell you what, the tour now as opposed to 2011 is largely about how, I don't know if you know this, but in Derry, they shot Derry Girls. Is that mainly the tour? It's the main <laughs> gist of the tour. Also, Tony's son had himself dated Nadine Coyle, but Tony couldn't talk about it. He could not talk about it. Shut the yeah. fuck up. He was willing to answer no questions, but he brought it up. So it's like, well, Tony, who started this? How many times did he drop into conversation and then go, uh, but no questions? Genuinely three. And also brought up Derry Girls so many times, but but anyway, there's your magnet. Now, I love it. Em Thank you. over here. Hi, Em. Hi. Hi, Em. You got me a present em, too. No, em went on holiday. Where'd you go, Em? I went to Sicily. Ooh, <laughs> Helen famous. doesn't care how your holiday was. I do. Present, how was present. it? It was really nice. It was great. Lovely. Wonderful to be Helen happy, thinks yeah. you've gotten her a gift. You did. Yeah. You said you got me a gift. Do you want to come over and get it? Yes. Go on. Off you go. She doesn't care at all to ask a single question. How was the Did you have a nice time? Oh, I had such a nice time. Sick. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? What is it? Okay, it needs some explanation. It's like (gasps) cannoli is the food of Sicily. This is like an actual cannolo that got dipped in resin and is preserved forever. Wait, there's food inside of the resin. It's real. No, don't try to eat it. Don't try to eat it. It's so good. It's so good. I did not try to eat that. It does not taste good. (laughs) That's amazing. That's that's actually so much. That's the best magnet that's ever been on this podcast. Catherine. Helen. Do you want to open up more about the marathon? I need to tell you about it. So it, we have to stop calling it a marathon. I did a half marathon yesterday. The marathon that you ran and I sprinted. I did a half marathon yesterday. The rumour has it. We won the marathon. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, for uh, 100 miles. Um, so yeah, no, we, Chloe and I did the half marathon through the Royal Parks yesterday for St. Mungo's. And I couldn't and have done it with anybody else. Actually, truly. Oh my God, this is so funny. At mile 11, I was really flagging, like really flagging. Oh my God, okay, mile like, 11. I had 9-11. No, at mile 11. Okay. At mile 11, oh my God, always on your mind. At mile 11, I was like, Chloe, I need to walk for a second. And you're never going to believe. Chloe goes, Catherine, think about Helen Bauer and Princess Di. We're doing it for them. Will you buy the <laughs> memorial fountain? <laughs> I, maybe. Oh, maybe that's why she said it. That would make more sense. Which park were you in? We were by the, the Peter Pan in um, Hyde, Hyde Park. Park. So close to the Princess Diana Memorial that's Fountain. That's why she said it. I thought she just randomly said it. Did you not see the, the things on the floor the Princess Diana wore? It makes sense as to why she ran. I was like, what a random thing, but I do feel more inspired now. So yeah. Um, honest to God, it was he- hell. It was hell. So You ran I- for Di and Helen? Yeah. Here's the thing, though. What I realised about a half marathon, because like a couple weeks ago, we did 10 miles together, and that yeah. was fine. But something happens. A, it's like the adrenaline, the fear, the pressure of other people, the hype, the excitement. It's all a bit much. The bibs, the bibs. The bibs. But also, at the start, you're waiting. So you're like piled into this like section where you're ready to start. And honest to God, everything around you is the most depressing sight you've ever seen. Because, so some of them are funny, right? Like we saw this woman who just had stroke written across her shirt. <laughs> you're like, that's hilarious. It's like, underneath it said like foundation, but in tiny yeah, yeah, but it's, stroke. it's a stroke. And you're like, oh God, this is terrifying. But most of the t-shirts, like you're looking around and like someone to the left just like got a picture of their dad. And it's like in loving memory of Dan. Oh, what a great, and it's like all the reasons he was great. And you're like, don't read the t-shirt. Like, hell, honestly, God, at one point I was like, Chloe, look at me. Don't read that t-shirt. Do not look at that. Look at, look at me. Don't look, don't read the t-shirt. There's like signs of women who've passed and like their <sighs> children running for them. And like a grandmother's running for like, just like, or men running for their, their friend for prostate cancer. And just like, oh my God, everything's just like too much. And then you're like, everyone you're like, dies. Like, you're like, don't read that. So then you look over here and this woman's lost her child. So she's like, she's doing it for like angels. You're like, oh my God, this is hell. For like, angels. For like an angel society or something. It's like, oh, it's like for like babies. And you're like, oh my God, this is genuinely, this is like, every, like you're supposed to be like amped up to run and you're just like, good Lord, the world is so sad and depressing and this is so bleak. You're actually at that point, you're like hoping for just a generic cancer t-shirt because you're like, that could be anyone. Do you know what I mean? One and two of us, one and two of us. Just give me a cancer tea. That'll be fine. <laughs> and then they're like, ready? And you're like, Oh, God, the world is so tragic. Oh, and the rhinos are dying. Cool, let's go. The rhinos? And they're like, start! And you're like, 
<laughs> it's so depressing. But then you start and there are like women in their 80s. There were two women yes, who had please. to be octogenarians in in these like running skorts honest to god they were divine their names were Wait, Val skort. like it's like they had like shorts under these skirts they were so cute Netball. one yeah. was called Val one was called Jan I think and they had right. it on their back of the- and you're just like well if Val's giving it a go I better move my butt do you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. it was just it was a lot a lot to process actually I thought <laughs> bit much in and fact. you went to the Peter Pan statue yeah, we did all the royal parks and it, it was good, but it's the environment's very intense. And then also <laughs> you are like running in waves, which is totally fair because obviously some people yeah, are phenomenal. Course, yeah. But it does mean that because it loops a lot, a lot of the time you're on mile six yeah. and you see people on mile 11 oh. and you're like, oh my God. Like, like fuck you. Yeah. It's like good like, fever. Fuck you. It's not my distance is what I've learned. It's not my distance. I had a, I'm glad I did it and the charity really kept me going. But mm-hmm. I don't want to run 10K and then realise I have 11 to go. I want to run 10K. And How's go. that a half marathon? Oh yeah, it's it's 21K. Wait, what's a marathon 42 kilometres, 26 no. miles. No. Yeah. That's how kilometres and miles work? Yeah. Bloody it's, hell. It's 13 miles, right? So you're like, the thing is, I want to run 10K and, and have someone tell me well oh, done. God, I wish I was in London. I could have given you my phone. I would have got so many Pokemon points. <laughs> the thing is, 10K is... That a is so... I would have hatched like five eggs on Pokemon Go with that if I just popped it in your bra. It's the first Damn time it. I've ever run and I'm glad I did it, but I would never do it again. Chloe's already signed up for another half. I'm good. I've, what I've learned from it is 10 is my... Wait, Chloe got the bug? Chloe's like, I'm so glad I know that I get so depressed at mile nine. I'm like... I'm so glad I never have to do that again. She's like, that's good intel for the next run. I'm like, <gasps> 10 is my distance. 10 is my distance. I love a 10. 10, I can cut my time down. 10, I can feel smug enough that I've done a good long run. But I don't need to be going further than that. I think you should do the full marathon next year. Absolutely not. I'd really, truly, it's not for me is I what I've figured out. I think it's for you. No, it's not. It's really not. What's the Great North Run? Is that a full marathon? I don't know. Do don't that know. one. My cousin, Sophie, who we spoke about in last week's episode, the one that texted me being like, yeah. who's Catherine fucking? She, <laughs> she once did a marathon or the Great North Run. Yeah. And she went up to Newcastle to do it. And she was staying with some of our family who like were the big, the big boys, yeah. right? And the night before, they were like, so we're ordering a Chinese, but like Northern Chinese, not Southern Chinese. Mm. So chicken balls, chips mm. and everything fried. Just incredible. And she was like being polite and eating it. And then in the morning, she was like, I just need like a big thing of oats, right? Like just like yeah. loads of porridge. And they'd already started frying the bread. No. <laughs> and then she was doing the run. She'd been training for, for ages. No. And then she got overtaken by three people in gorilla suits. No. And she was like, yeah, There's my life's over. There's nothing worse than being overtaken by anyone in an animal costume. We were running behind yeah, a rhino. in a full costume. We ran behind a rhino for so long. <laughs> it was so annoying. So annoying. I will say this. Um, so I went to A&E the night before. Yeah. Which was ridiculous because basically I'd had this really horrific horrific stomach pain for basically three days. i went to hospital then Catherine had to go no, to hospital I've, with a pain at the top of your tummy i've only been to any twice in my life both to, i don't know why i bothered i should have just called my gp but i basically i had this because it's fun i had this chronic pain i don't find it fun i had this chronic <laughs> pain for three days and my friend was like you gotta my friend um my friend was like you gotta call 111 so i called 111 and i feel like 111 always say go to a and e don't they if you know like they told me not to go before oh, they were like you gotta go to a and e so it's like they were like you gotta go in the next 20 minutes and i was like are you kidding so i was like i'm not doing that but then the person i was with was like you are doing that and i was like i, I don't want to do it. that i know but like and so we went and they took bloods and urine or whatever and did tests but then what i'd been waiting for two and a half hours and then they were like cool that's your bloods and urine taken so we're just gonna um you just need to we're gonna leave this thing in your arm this like uh cannula sure yeah and just uh just it'll be about four hours I was like, no, take it out. I'm going home. I have a half. It was that was at almost midnight, and I had the half marathon. I had to be up at seven. I was like, take it out. Um, and God, I you said, you are really afraid of being late, aren't you? I know what I am afraid of is I'd raised all that money, and people had. I wouldn't have done a half marathon if it was just like just me the next morning. What? But I'd, I would have let you keep the money. No, I, it's not for. I'm not keeping the money. It's for St. Mungo's. No, but, but I, you keep the money to give to St. Mungo's. But I was just like, ah, this is just silly. So I um. I said to the nurse, I'm going to do a half marathon in the morning and she seemed fine with it. So I was like, grand, we're going. But then we did go home and I it had been a long time in a so I did have a McDonald's. 
At midnight the night before. I think it, we were supposed to carb load the night before a big run, are aren't you? Are supposed to have McDonald's at midnight when you're Yes, yes. Um, what did you know. order? What did you get? Well, I'm allergic to most of it, so just chips and Sprite and um, I had some mozzarella. I would jet on the mozzarella sticks with the um, tomato dipping sauce. I actually Lovely. Just, I just, I just dip them in barbecue. I prefer it that way. And then I got some gluten-free bread and I made a chip butty with the, mar- with the McDonald's chips. You know what you're doing. I know what I'm doing. You're not a moron. I know, idiot. No, I'm fool. fucking proud of if you. If I hadn't have had the stomach my pa- stomach pain and the half marathon, I would have got a, a milkshake, but that felt like risky Which business. I, I'd probably have gone chocolate. Chucky. Yeah. Chucky Milky. I love a chocolate milkshake from McDonald's. My God, the nostalgia of it all. So good. But sure, listen, it was terrible prep. And, um, <laughs> and I got there with what Chloe Petz described as a bad attitude, um, which <gasps> I... You we, got bad attitude by no, Chloe. we self-motivate in different ways, right? I started a half marathon like, look, this will be dog shit. We're going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Let's just get out over with. All we have to do is get to the next mile. That would not have been Chloe's perspective. Oh, Chloe is telling people in the Porsche Luke queue that she's going to run so fast she's going to cause a tornado. Yes, Chloe! <laughs> We're in the slowest group, by the way. The slowest slowest group you can be in. Um, And we did it in under two and a half, and I'm happy with that. That's good, no? That's that's fine. It's not great, but it's fine. I think it's good. That's all we wanted. We just wanted to not be over 2.30. We were, like, in our heads. So once we overcame that, they have... It's so cool. They have, like... People who run at a specific pace, pace keepers. So once you get to the 2.30 people, you're like, bye, suckers. And then you really have to stay marginally ahead of them to feel like it's going to be okay. That's really nice. Yeah, I don't think and you're supposed to shout, bye, um, suckers, <laughs> out middle-aged women who are trying their best, actually. <laughs> In memory of my father. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> run faster. Um, were there people like holding water bottles out like this? Holding cups out. There were loads of people cheering. There were loads. <gasps> oh, my God. There was one man. He was my favorite. There were loads of people like cheering for their moms, cheering for their partners, cheering for like yeah. the charities. The charities did a gorgeous. St. Mungo's were like really supportive when we got to them. <laughs> there was a woman who recognized us, us at another charity and she was so supportive. <laughs> There were lots of lovely people and there were bands playing, brass bands. It was really cool. Brass bands? But Running? Was, but no, just playing by the... Oh. We were, but there was this one man who was stood and he was like proper like old school cockney. Yeah. And he was like, that's my girl. That's my girl. And he was like, he was in his 50s. She was in her 50s. And he was like, go on my girl. And I was like, oh my gosh. <sighs> but he was like so proud and so like, no, my girl. And I was like... I, I actually made me teary at mile seven. I was like, he was like, so he looked at me, he was like, like he was just like, so like, that's my girl. I see her and I'm so proud of her and she's so impressive. And honestly, like we were all going, frankly, so slowly. <laughs> and it was just, he was so hyped and it was so cute. And that was gorgeous. And at the end, Chloe took my hand and we sprinted in my head. We sprinted towards the end. You leaped. <laughs> you jumped. You leaped. We you pirouetted. We marginally faster. And also I saw Andrew 600 meters out because Andrew's was, dad was running it. So I saw Andrew before he saw me. So oh I was like, gosh. Andrew. And Andrew went, ah! <laughs> and the squeal was enough to get me to the end. A little so, squeal from Andrew. Ah! So literally, uh, all I wanted to say was thanks to anyone who sponsored us. I-, I won't be doing it again, so don't worry, I won't be asking you again. But um, there's still time to uh, find our link on uh, GoFundMe if you want, but no pressure. Um, obviously, there is uh, no pressure, but it, but thank you for anyone it who did. Really but it nice. would be really nice. But it would be nice. You know what it I mean? It would be really like, nice. I just like run really far. Thank you so and much. And then Em was at the finish line and she looked glowing. Um, glowing. And then we all went for a roast. I saw this. I was like, that looks like a good roast. It was a really fucking like bang a good roast. Oh no, average roast. But you know what? We ate it like it was fucking manna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd run thirteen point one miles, and we deserved it. But not a full marathon, though, Catherine. No, as established. Poor Catherine. Thank you for your support at this difficult um, time. And I think let's just remember that all of those amazing people running will die at some point because we all die and the world's a horrible place. Wow, you're really dark today. Should we bring on our guest? Yeah. Yeah, not with this edit. Stop crying about Martin. We're bringing on Sean. Ready? Everyone, please welcome to the Hogs Pod. Sean it's McLaughlin. Sean McLaughlin. Sean McLaughlin. Hey, Helen, are you going on tour? I'm 
I'm going on tour. I'm on tour. I'm tell on me tour. More, tell me more. Um, thank you so much for everyone who's already come to Edinburgh, Glasgow, Aberystwyth, Norwich, Bristol, Bristol, and Manchester. It's been real. Thank you for my gifties as well. I genuinely very much appreciate it, including oh. the artwork that makes Catherine incredibly upset. It's anxiety provoking. It's beautiful. Okay. Um, I am still on tour for the rest of the month. I am going to Birmingham, Brighton, Cambridge, Nottingham, Oxford, Leeds, York, Liverpool, Leicester, Newcastle, Berlin, London, and then Maidenhead at the end because we had, we had to move it. So definitely, <laughs> definitely come for the big final end of the tour, 18th of November, midweek in Maidenhead. <laughs> it's going to be fucking popping. But we do have a full week at the Soho Theatre in London. And um, my mother's coming to one of them, so you have to come Whoa. and see if you can get a glimpse of the Amber Hour School of Drama it's herself. It's such a good show. It's, it's such, such a good show. show. It's such a good show. It's such a good show. Oh, it's so It's a lovely show. Good. It, yeah. it, 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 it's moving. It. It's you know what? It's really, really funny. Just come. Funny. Thank you. Hello. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you love it and you'd like some more free extra episodes with every single week, then why not support us on Patreon where you get just that? And you also get all the back catalogue of our extra episodes. There's 54 at your disposal. Or there's 55 at your disposal. Or there's more than 50 at your disposal. There's a lot of episodes at your disposal. It starts at just £3 a month. £5 a month gives you access to every single episode we've ever recorded. Yeah, loads and of perks on Patreon there if you want to go have a look. So many perks and also makes us feel so warm on the inside. It really helps us make the podcast genuinely it's what keeps us going it's what makes it happen and we couldn't be more appreciative but also I think it's really worth the old I think it's worth the money because it's like the price of a coffee and you get so much content it's the price of an omelette and let's be honest we sell we sell ourselves um out really uh, on the pa- Patreon section, don't we? We tell all of our secrets. That's we where all of the sex chat too is. Too much, too much. Yeah, you think we overshare on the podcast? If you want to know what's actually happening, and let's be honest, who we're fucking, then just just join the Patreon. I'd say join the Patreon. Thank you. Go on. Hello. Hello. That's very cool. I, I had a con- the- I had a cannoli the other day that was um, it was a different outer. It was like, um, is it peanut brittle? Is that what they call Ooh, it? Shut up. Cafe Bruno, Soho, quality omelettes at affordable prices, okay. and then a cannoli. <laughs> That's the Sean McLaughlin experience. How was the cannoli? Cannoli was, was, it was, it was actually a bit much, but it was, yeah, if, because if my, you know what you're getting into, it's good. My local coffee shop does them with the gluten-free ones that are like Florentines on the outside. The one opposite you? It, no, just up the two doors up, and it's a nice. bit much too, I'd say. Delicious, but it's like, you want a small bite of sweet, you don't want like fucking break your teeth sweet. Yeah, that's it. I have a question, not cologne related. Um, have, we, have we started, by the way? Oh, 100%. Yeah, right. Genuinely. Hello. Welcome, right, Sean McLaughlin. Yeah, Sean. Define affordable omelette. Because <laughs> wow. I, 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 I would love to know right, where, right. where parameters are with right. this and include you toppings know how much and extras. You make it, John McLaughlin. What's an affordable <laughs> omelette to you, my man? I think if you're charging more than £10 an omelette, you're that- in no man's land. That's, that's madness. No, that doesn't happening. happen. It no, it's not happening. Where is that happening? Excuse me. Look, we're not all living in your metropolitan bubble, okay? Some of us no, get our, out there. No, our point is, of course, you're not charging more than a tenner. It's happening. This, this is Britain in 2022. There are people... Go to Soho. Sorry. Go to Soho. I didn't want, look, I didn't want to get this hard too early on it. <laughs> you are raising your voice at me, sir. And I just said, define affordable omelette. And you went, not all of them are living in your metropolitan bubble, you fat bitches. And that came out of nowhere as far as I'm concerned. And it was weird because we are saying they should be less than a tenner. And you're you're eating your omelettes at the Ivy? What's happening? I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know we'd started filming yet. I didn't know we'd started recording. (laughs) My plan was to have an Airwaves gum before. (laughs) Because I'm very worried I've got coffee breath. But no, we you've all got have coffee breath. breath. I've got omelette breath. I actually did pay for an omelette this morning. It is on the mind. It is on How the much mind. was it? It was £7.90. It came with chips and a salad. Whoa, now that's different. That's, that's not just an omelette. That's, that's, a, that's a meal. Where are we having that? Some sort of cafe? Some sort of, ca- some sort of Canteen? cafe. Canteen? It was a cafe. I won't okay. name, I'm not going to name my sources no. on air. And that's not a cafe, that's a calf. A cafe does not serve an omelette right. with You're chips so right. and salad. Right. A calf yeah. serves omelette, chips a, and salad. This is a, a very good distinction, I agree with you. Thank you. This was a place where, and I go there a lot, yeah. but this is my sort of treat to myself. Because <laughs> that's, you know, a man of the people. I go there, I sit in the corner, and then it has a little stack of Mars bars and you can buy those as well. Now a cafe... <gasps> 
don't have a stack of they Mars bars. Good lord. Well, the difference between a cafe and a cafe is a cafe, if you ask for ketchup, they'll bring it to you in a ramekin. In a cafe, you never have to ask because it's there. Yeah, you're so your right. Your access to your condiments is free. And it's yeah. in a sachet and it's made by a company that no longer exists. And it yeah. tastes exclusively <laughs> of vinegar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, hi, how are you? It's great to see you. Thank you for having me. I've I'm got another omelette thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, you brought it up and this is your punishment. This I, is honestly, no... I go out for omelettes maybe three times a week. It is becoming a problem. What? I'm yeah, a massive omelette fan. Make. My, I live a vegan household. My wife mm. is vegan. So I live very vegan. I, we don't have any meat oh. or dairy products in the home. So my treat is once in a while... Once I, in a while, three a week, three a week, Sean McLaughlin. It is increasingly becoming a habit. <laughs> I am sweating now. Um, You're actually having a panic attack. <laughs> I'm getting the egg sweats. I'm I've actually stopped sweats. crying though, so that's good. I think this is good stuff. Come on, okay. I'll go out for an omelette, so that's why I went to Cafe Bruno. Hence the, was the cannoli chat on air as well? Oh, probably. Yeah. Probably. So it all comes full circle. <laughs> but if you want, I can, t- I can take you on an omelette tour. I mean, I don't want to talk about walking tours now based on what's happened. But I've been to the... The most famous famous omelette shop in the world. Where it is in somewhere in India. <laughs> I want to say what? Jaipur or Jodhpur, mm. maybe. And there's a man who just does omelettes, and they are incredible. Really? How come we've never heard? Incredible, because I just I haven't told you about it before, and you're like... not very well travelled. How about oh. that? Wow, How about wait. that? I've seen egg slot in I've... Soho. Don't think that name's necessary. I think it That's is. That's what they call me. Actually. I think it's, it's a bit. <laughs> It's a bit much, Because the actually. chickens are slut because they're not getting fertilised and they're just enjoying sex for no fertilisation and that makes them slutty. It feels like you don't know... And they're popping out eggs. eggs. They're an egg slut. My secret is I don't... No? I don't... No. I don't eat an egg from a chicken that's had sex. They must have made love. <laughs> and there is a distinction and can, I can taste the difference. You can taste the feeling. You, you can, can taste, taste the feeling. The feeling. Um, I have an omelette hack for anyone. Um, as someone who worked at hotel breakfast buffets, um, I can tell you now, um, they will make you an omelette. It is part of their job. They don't have it on a little plaque because usually the servers, myself included, hide it because it's annoying to take your omelette order mm. and go to the kitchen and bring it to you. But we will make you a bespoke omelette at most uh, like mid-range hotels. Onwards, upwards. Yep. Really? Yum. Absolute fact. Know. I make my own omelette. I make a mean omelette, I would say. Really? Yeah. How's it mean? It's just, um, sp- I just add a little spite at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, fuck you, here you go. <laughs> yeah, that's here good. You go. I As also you make... serve all your meals, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> and then you go, well, I'll do the dishes, Catherine. And then she's like, you won't do them right. <laughs> <laughs> she's not wrong. She's not wrong. I also make a good frittata, which is different. I think. That's got potato in it, though. Yeah, and often like feta and lots of deliciousness. Too now, bad. what is the difference between a frittata, real talk, yeah. and a Spanish omelette? Ooh, I can ask well, theory. But generally, <laughs> uh, doesn't a Spanish omelette generally have like roasted potatoes with lots of fried onion, yeah. whereas a frittata tends to be more like cheese-based? Okay, that's good to know. In my head. Yeah. Part of me feels it was Spanish omelette, and then someone went, I believe it's originally called a frittata. It's like the Barcelona, Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just like, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But cunts got involved. There we go. There we go. One's just got a little more cunt in. But I liked the fried onion explanation. I felt like you were grabbing at it, but you said it was such conviction that Sean was like, actually, yeah. I don't know. There might be an onion thing. But there's like a lot of shallot in a Spanish omelette, whereas in a frittata, I don't necessarily do as much. Interesting. What is the frittata's nation of origin? Spain! It's got to be Spain. It's got to be Spain. I think I'm making this distinction purely based on, like, Deliciously Ella, and it feels like she's not the authentic Spanish voice. Deliciously Ella from the protein balls in the supermarket. You know it. She has She's doing well for herself. She really is. She is doing well. That girl's living on egg white omelets. Oh, God. Really? Don't you think? No, you need the yolk for the flavour. I agree. Another little omelette hack for you. (laughs) <laughs> you how a good often time? do you find yourself in? I'm hungry, which is how I never feel. Why are you hungover? Because I went out on Saturday night, and I'm now in my mid thirties, and so it never it's ends. Monday. Yep, 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 yep. yep. That's Monday the days. 10th of October, you went out on Saturday the 8th of October. That's correct. Wait. That's correct. How many drinks did you have? Where'd you go? I didn't even have that many drinks. I don't drink much anymore. Fuck. Oh, for fuck's sake. And then I went out. You been... live in an all vegan household. You barely drink. You it's had awful. a couple. How many drinks did you have on Saturday? Oh, God. This is going to be a really depressing answer. No, do you know what? I had. A shandy. I had <laughs> half a packet of wine gums and too many eggs in the omelette. <laughs> I had. I reckon I had five pints. That's a lot. That's a. And I switched to water because we went afterwards. We went to like a club. You switched to water at the club. At the club, and I found out 
after my second soda water that my that they've been putting vodka in them. Okay, that's <laughs> who's they? My friends who I was with. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. who's they? The staff? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the or staff. they? They is your wife? Are you trying What's to get up? me drunk, guys? Uh, Where is this place that you went clubbing? What club did you go to? <laughs> I don't know, man. It was really weird. We went. <laughs> I did a tour show. In, yeah. I'm on tour. Uh, in Brighton. Okay. Sean is on tour. Sean's Remember on tour. that. We'll plug it in the end. But Sean's on tour. Sean's on tour with the lads. Eating um, eggs all around the world. Did I'm eating eggs. Um, I've eaten omelets in four of the cities that I've been on tour. That is not Fuck a joke. It. I didn't know this was like a thing. Jesus. I thought it was just a random. It's actually only. I'm only now realizing it is. <laughs> so you're the omelet guy. I'm the omelet boy. I'm the egg slap. Yeah, you are the. Okay, so come on. So you were in Brighton. You were in Brighton. In Brighton. Went out for just some pints. Actually, do you know this? With who? With fellow Brighton comedians. Okay. Oh, Alex? Alex wasn't there. Oh, Alex, I love. I play Pokemon Go with him every day. Alex? Alex, who? Patrick. Oh, nice. Who I went to school with. We used to sit next to each other in math. Yes, of course you did. Okay. Um, Angela Barnes. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Rob Dumbrell. Um, Laurie Rowan, who used to do comedy, and then a couple of friends of mine who live here. A lovely crew. Yeah, it was great, great bunch of people. And then we just said, well, let's keep it going. My wife was there for a bit. Oh, right. we love your wife. She's a great Sean's she's wife is like, you know when you meet someone's wife, and you're like, whoa, she's so cool. Yeah, she is. Yeah. So How'd you cool, get this wife? But huh? so generous. Like anything I say, I'll be like, oh, well, God, my garden sucks. And she's like, I'll do it for you. Unbelievable. <laughs> and she would. But yeah. it is crazy. She's so cool. Yeah, she's really good. She's not, um, but just don't ask her for an omelette. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> like she will deprive you of an omelette. And, <laughs> and, and, and the her depriving of it will turn it into a thing in your head. Yeah, clearly you'll pathologize it <laughs> like and then it'll become a... a compulsion. And then you'll be paying twelve ninety nine for an omelette in Brighton, thinking, I, what happened to my life? I have paid thirteen <gasps> fifty in that's in Balans in Soho, which you know, it is more You love it then. It I is do, good. I call it balance, but I do love it. Balance. That's not What weird. do I call it? Balance. Is that what I said? You're yeah. having you're freaking out. I fucking you're in a bad way. I feel like I'm constantly quantum leaping into this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Every 20 seconds, I'm like, all right, where are we? Balance. Balance is a queer space. They can overcharge for eggs. Is it a queer space? It's not. She it just is. claims everything is a queer space. But it's not. It's I'm not. Sorry, are there She'll be like, oh, the, the, the lights are like a certain like M. hue. Oh, it's a queer space. <laughs> like it's First of all. The, the waitress had short nails. Like it's so, it's, it, anything, anything is a Balance queer space. Balance is a queer space. First of all, it stays open till five so the drag queens can come for dinner at 3 a.m. Secondly, all of the drag arts. queens can't eat by day. They can't eat by day. station forecourt is also a queer space. Yeah. The smell of petrol? <laughs> the bathrooms that are easily accessible? Yeah, yes, yeah. Sean. Yes, it does. Get me a fudge. <laughs> Your thing, madame. I love fudge bars. Not bad, actually. Yeah, not bad. Secondly, they're so good. Always last in a selection box, but I will enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um, all of the art on the walls, have you not noticed? All the staff there are queer, and then all of the art is just sapphic nudity. Has no one noticed? Guy. Empty I didn't, know, I didn't know I was being such a great there. ally. What the fuck? You're not. She just, you're, not she... you're occupying the space eating your fucking smelly <laughs> omelette. I want the most manly omelette you can get. <laughs> but I will pay £13 for I will it. pay. I think they, they're in the £13 region, but... With, pink pound, baby. It is pink pound. But oh, also, we need you... to move on from the omelette thing. Oh, no. Oh, I've got one, I've got more questions. No, go. Go for it. Okay. Ideal number of eggs in an omelette. Go. Four. The thing is, the answer is four. People always say three. But the thing is, if you order a three-egg omelette, most places, they'll give you a four-egg omelette. Because yeah. three, really? I don't think three looks big enough. Agreed. It's four. Amazing. It's four. Have you ever had a quail-egg omelette? No. no. What, do you have to have like I 12? have. 12? Very tough. <laughs> is it like 12? Yeah, it was like 10 eggs. I don't think I've ever it eaten was a mad. quail egg. It was pure madness. I only had them because Ed Knight came to me in Sunil's and said, I didn't bad. want to arrive empty-handed and brought us 12 quail eggs. Sorry, that is, that is a this back This is a while ago. This is like months ago. But like really fancy from like a waitress or something. And we were both like, what's happening? Like, are you, like, are you, did you have like a panic attack in the supermarket? Like, are you okay? What the hell? And then I didn't know what to do with it. And Sunil was like, oh, was oh, fucking stupid, stupid fucking little You had to crack each one? <laughs> each one? For the omelette? Yeah, but it was very tough, very rubbery. Oh, that's no Can good. Can you even buy a quail egg from a stand? I don't think I've ever seen one in a standard supermarket. Nor I. Telling you now, well, there's a little waitress around the corner from here. 
treat yourself to a very tough 12 egg omelette. <laughs> an awful omelette. The chewiest omelette you yeah. ever paid for. Okay, so you're the omelette guy. What else can we do? There has to be more to Sean. Omelette is such a classic meal, I think, growing up in the UK. Though, I've been oh, waiting yeah. for my thing, you know, in comedy. Everyone's got a thing. <laughs> I think we may have just found it, you know, because I don't get to do like, you know, there's Asian shows, gay shows. You know, there's old oh, no, shows. You beyond the gay shows, not even noticing. It's I know, I'm beyond the bloody gay show. I've been taking them over. I've been, I've been getting egged, getting egged, and loving it. Actually, <laughs> I want to do badly. It's the only show I want to do badly at. I could be the omelet guy. I could do the omelet circuit. But I'm worried that it would just be you on the omelet circuit. Be great, I'll clean up. But like, surely you need a gang, no? No, no, I'll be fine. Yeah. At the end, I'll do a clock it speech. Yeah. <laughs> it deserved everything it got. It deserved everything it got. And it's clean. <laughs> is that is that Are joke? We gonna... all high? I just, I'm just so excited for the idea of your show next year might be called Egg Slut and I would just lose my... He's getting the airwaves out. Getting the airwaves out. Oh, my God. The thing is, in my, in my house, an omelette was... Fucking all, weird. Omelette always meant we hadn't shopped. Like, it was mm. it was end of the week. There were dregs really? in. Yeah, you have, like, half a pepper, a couple of scallions, maybe some mushrooms. What are you going to do? Omelette time. Omelette time. We had that with potato waffles. Yes, in yes, the freezer. yes. If you had a plate of potato waffles, then it was like... Although and, I do fucking up. love a, a potato <laughs> waffle sandwich with ketchup on white bread Ugh. and mayonnaise. Oh yes, please. Fucking great. Well, you're well, you're not Irish. No, I guess not. Neither, neither am I. Let that be known. <laughs> neither am I. Thank God. Potato, potato waffles. I, I honestly feel like in my my childhood, I ate them every day. Yeah. Yeah. That can't be true, but I <laughs> no, have potato waffles. I still waffles. have a pack at home at all times, just yeah. in case. Potato waffles yeah. and spaghetti hoops feel like, surely I had those every day. Yeah, yeah. I think it was that. Chicken nuggets. Mm. Maybe, like, I don't know. Cocktail sausages? Yeah, it yeah. was all of that. <laughs> Potato smileys? I had all of it. I had yeah. all of it. Teddy bear meat. Sliced. Oh, my oh, God, yes. yes. Teddy bear meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. How are we alive? It is interesting, isn't it? <laughs> it's like... Potato waffles are good. That's just mashed potato in a crispy coating shaped like a waffle. With shitloads of salt and is a potato. Don't think so. I, I don't think so. I know someone who... And oil. I know someone who lost a lot of weight and got... Jack to shit. Who? I can't name them. <laughs> it's Sunil. It's Sunil. First rule of Oblick Club is you do not. <laughs> but they swore by potato waffles as like a way to fill the hunger, but because what? it's got holes. Now, look, Stop. I am not a scientist. <laughs> so if people say things to me, I don't follow on. But that's what, that's what he swore by. Whoa. That feels like a bad protein low poor system for losing weight but I think okay. it's if you're like hangry or whatever that sounds thick <laughs> that sounds like a real thick thing to do but hang okay. on just to circle back <laughs> so you, you went to a club okay hello. you realised that people were putting drinks in your drink yeah I went and you to... were like what the hell I'm here to dance not to have a good time yeah exactly what How the dare hell? you I went uh, we, were, we were in the pub to 1am and then <laughs> there was a place we used to go to in Brighton that was always the late night place yeah and it's changed names. We were like, let's just go there. Like we, it was the only place that there okay. was no queue. Where'd you go? It was called Dead Wax Social. It used to be called Ricky Ticks. <laughs> and it was okay. notable for being the only place in Brighton that was A, open till 3am every night, and yeah. B, had a swing set. Okay. So, like, like an actual, like, like in the kind of park. Yeah, they had Sean, like were you there. in another queer space? <laughs> I mean, I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking at over my... It. I'm pretty sure my marriage may be an inadvertent queer space. <laughs> I'm also worried now that he just went to a park. Yeah, <laughs> like, me too. And yeah, everyone else like, cool. Sean, it's called Ricky Dick, and he's just in a play park. And Sean's like, it's mad, isn't it? It's a swing set in a club. <laughs> okay, so you went out. Went there, but now it's like... But we went in there, and I, I thought it would just be like, we'll have one... We'll sort of endure one pint in there. It'll be you too ordered loud. You order. I ordered, I ordered a Diet Coke. Clever. Mm-hmm. Very thankful. Because the bubbles move the alcohol around your system faster, so it leaves it quicker. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, okay. I'm the thick one. That's the key thing, isn't it? Facts. Facts. Is, is that a fact? Uh, it sounds like information from the same guy who said waffles are the key to weight loss because of the holes, but sure, go on. Got holes in them. Can't, point that. <laughs> Can't prove that. Can't prove that wrong. Um, and it turns out, Dead Wax Social, what a, what a thriving. Is it hopping? It was thriving. Like punk music, like really cool people. There. Lively dead wax social. It was lively, and we actually went dancing, and it was great. And they were playing loads of songs from like our teenage years, 
and all the youngsters round. I get. I mean, we weren't the oldest people there, but we were definitely on the older well, end. Well, you're old enough to say youngsters, so we assume we're the oldest people. <laughs> yeah, all the tots. Was it groovy? Was it groovy? It was. Ho- it was <laughs> hippity hopping. <laughs> to- I tell you, the tots were loving it. They were, those, <laughs> those sprogs were were really. You know, they were high on their pop and pop and crisps. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great, and I, 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 I said to, I said to one of my mates, you know like, what this place could do with an omelette bar. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have fucking loved it. If, this, if that place had an omelette bar, I, honestly, I'd be, I'd be in hospital you'd now. In, you'd live in Brighton. <laughs> Nosebleed to death through excitement. You would live in Brighton. I'd, I'd go back. Yeah, I'd live there. I know. I know. And so, um, it was really fun, and it was the first time I'd been out, and I recognised all the songs, and all the young people were singing the songs. And I was like. Isn't it weird that like they're in, I thought that sort of whole, it was like LCD sound system, nice. cool shit like that. Mm, nice. But I went to see LCD sound system this year and that audience is not getting any younger. Okay. <laughs> so it's I the was, same with ABBA. We believe Everyone you. knows ABBA. Everyone knows ABBA. Maybe they are like ABBA now. Yeah. I don't think they are, lads. Well, clearly they are. I think people who went to that club knew what kind of music it would maybe be it was and they're fans a, of oh, that music. That, yeah. It was cool people. They probably heard I was there. I don't know that I said cool people. I said people who knew the LCD um, back... Oh, catalog. Throw me one fucking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking, the minute I've walked in here, you've been you're rent free. Well done. You've paid off your mortgage up there. Well done. Do you want to look at my fridge magnet again? You liked that, didn't you? Yeah, I did like it. Yeah. Were we on. recording? Were we recording when canola. I sat down? Yeah. <laughs> we're sorry. This is the most fucking insane podcast. We're running late today because of the death news. I've taken it yeah, very things badly. Are things are tough. I'm really so sorry. So listen, to you're on that. tour. <laughs> What's your show called? It's called So Be It. Great. Why is it called that? I don't know. You've got to call them something, haven't you? You do indeed. <laughs> but it's, it's good. It's good stuff. It's, it's stand-up. I'm really enjoying it. You're an incredible stand-up. What's the show about? It's just, it's literally just stand-up. There's, yeah. there's a bit of a theme. There's a bit of a thing. At it's the got end. my favourite joke in it. Which is? Well, I, I've actually seen the final show. Last time I saw it was a preview in May. Mm. And it's one about, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's the one when, like, me and my wife, like, the poli- we were expecting a. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what? <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But it is, like, the. Fu- I, I can't, can't think do it, about it without smiling. It's racist, but, like, it is. Rose, <laughs> Rosie <laughs> Jones does a really good one of it. Behave. What are you doing for. Um, are you doing a London date? I'm doing Leicester Square Theatre. Yeah, you are. When? Next week? When does Whoa. this come out? Thursday. Does Thursday. it? Yeah. I'm doing it on the 21st of October. Oh, Go easy. Sean, he's so good at stand-up comedy. And as always, Sean will be tagged in everything on this episode or all Sean of our things. So, like, go like, follow him. Genuinely, uh, I think... The best stand-up in the country. Yeah, and I think you're mm. one of those stand-ups who I think it must be incredibly annoying for because every stand-up comedian names you as their favourite stand-up and is like, he's so underrated. And it's like, he's not underrated. People just need to go see Sean more. Oh, well, that's he's so freaking nice. good. Thank you Do very much. Do you not nice. feel there's, like, so many of us in your shows. Yeah, you were like, like I went to see you at Mac first, and I was in a row of like eight other comedians. Whenever I go to That's see you in nice. Edinburgh, it's just a gang of comedians, like a bunch of newbies trying not to take notes, but you can tell they're like, <laughs> why is it so good? <laughs> well, I wonder work nice. out how it's so good. That's very so, nice yeah. to hear. But the thing is, we're all very, everyone sees everyone. I don't I think everyone's No, no I won't no, watch no. women on stage. No, no, no. Women's opinions for an hour being sc- I, I don't think so. We can go to our own show, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I love this podcast. <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what this studio needs? A bloody mirror. That's what it needs. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I know you don't. Why it's does hard. it need a mirror? It's hard. To it's look hard. at yourself in the mirror. To look. Why? Because you said you hate women's opinions for an hour. Oh, right. I am. Uh, I'm a woman. Does she no, I don't get it. Does she just shout? I don't know if they're opinions. Because you've never seen it because people don't go see Helen. Now, I go see you. Oh, but I would why? Say I went to see Helen do comedy and she did my accent for 15 minutes. So I don't think she should. On stage? Yeah, 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 yeah. Second day of Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely freaked out. That's like me once. I, I was panicking on a reviewer. Ed, ended up just doing Al Murray's full act for an hour. No! <laughs> we had a reviewer in that day as well. We did. Five stars. So can't complain with that. Can't that complain. guy likes me. But I he saw Catherine me. and I think it's because like, oh yeah, I referenced my hometown. I went, does anyone know? Um, I'm from Fleet in North Southampton, which usually makes someone goes like, oh, this is a station. And then mm. I can be like, you know, fuck yourself, actually have some yeah. respect. But Catherine was like, woo, I know Fleet, trying to be a supportive friend. And I was like, who said that? And I was like, oh, Catherine. And then I was like, she's from Ireland. 
<laughs> and then she did genuinely stuff on the potato famine. Oh, really? For longer than it needed to be said. But like Alan Partridge's stuff on the potato famine. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Like the classic, like if they could afford to immigrate, they could afford to eat in a moderately priced <laughs> restaurant. Like, oh, <laughs> they can afford an omelette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was not, it was not my best moment. No. Sitting next to my... Irish now agent who I just signed with like two days before and I was like right. that's my new agent she's Irish too like it, was... it went on for some time that's a bit of, well that's a bit of fun it's isn't a bit it? of fun for who John for who well it's a bit of crack do you understand oh that oh my yeah, god yeah, make yeah. it end a bit of crack okay you should so... have seen me in Manchester last night <laughs> I'm fucking bosom for this guy they were like no no I'm fucking bosom you... I no. fucking love Manchester Stop. Manchester oh my god. is that what you're doing going around the like around the country just impersonating people but them? people are like and then like I finished the show in Manchester last night and the woman who was like running the venue came around the back and went there's someone that has a sausage roll for you and I went <laughs> what and she went I don't there was a st- <laughs> they have a sausage roll for you and I was like okay well I'm I'm hungry obviously oh. It think, was a woman with a sausage roll. Do you think that people are going to start bringing Sean omelettes now at his, at his show? Oh, my God. If anyone yeah. is going Cold to see omelet. Sean's tour and is listening to this, 100% homemade take him an omelette. Bring him homemade omelettes. <laughs> okay. I think we might have to... We bring might have Sean to an omelette. Sean omelettes. All he wants. Let's, bring, he wants let's set sit, some boundaries at some point. He wants you to sit in his show with your smelly little eggs, keeping them warm in your clammy hands, and then he wants you to bring them to him at the end. Or would you like a sausage at the roll? Inter- at the nice. interval, I'll leave, and sometimes people, you know, people leave gifts and stuff, yeah. and go, oh, what's this? It's going to be omelette. It's going to be, oh, it's faulty omelette. Some quail eggs or eggs. Quail or quail eggs. Easy to get home. That'll be great. Yeah, yeah, that'll be, that'll be perfect. Or even just a local guy to omelettes in the area if I'm travelling <laughs> I've got Liverpool Tunbridge Wells this week I don't know anything about omelettes around there I actually think do send Sean omelette recommendations yeah. if you look at your tour dates they're on social media and stuff yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. if you're in one of those towns obviously go see Sean but also send in the recommendation of the best omelette in town yeah. I'd rather you only did the second one Really, you don't want them to come. You want the omelet recommendation. I'm interested in doing the show. I'm on. I'm on tour for the omelet. Final egg question. Yeah, always. Worst omelet you've ever had. Ooh. (laughs) I felt it was a bit too personal. I actually did. Here's what you have to overstepping the mark. Yeah, I know. Here's what you have to know is I'm only getting back into the omelet game in the last (laughs) sort of five months. Okay. I had a lot of years out. Bless you. What happened? Thank you. Tummy thing. No, not Tommy thing. I was sort of off trying to be a good husband. Trying to be a good husband. Trying to be a good husband. And I I remain a good husband. Mm, 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 Uh, A great husband mm, wouldn't mm. secretly go out for omelettes. This morning I left my laptop in the cafe as well. (gasps) Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That would have been double trouble. My wife had come home. I've I've lost my laptop. Where was it? I was eating an omelette. What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Does she not know about the omelettes? I don't tell her about. She's going to listen to this probably. Will she? Yeah. Hi, babe. Love you. Hey. You're I'm cool. sorry, I've been secretly eating omelets for lunch like every day for the, for the entire marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Did your ring just fall you off? Your, your ring fell off you your hand. Uh, <laughs> I'm eating omelets tonight. Most, but most people are like, this. I'm going to shag a sex worker, not me. <laughs> Crack up the griddle, baby. What's Sean, amazing is Sean. how much you're avoiding the question as well. What's, what's the, the worst no, omelet? What's amazing is that Sean, the other podcast you're on, makes it. You think it's normal to say most people are like, "I'm gonna shag a sex worker." <laughs> most people aren't doing that or saying that or taking their wedding <laughs> ring off as they declare it to their like lads on a pod. I don't know. I mean, I, I... <laughs> most people are like, "I'm no." Yeah, you don't you say... know what the lads at Rickety Ticks were like. <laughs> Rickety Ticks. <laughs> Ricky Ticks. It used to be called Ricky Ticks. It's now called Dead Wax Social. I'm yeah, I'm going to call it Ricky Ticks. I'm calling it Ricky Ticks. What podcast have you been doing where you're like, I know what you're expecting me to say. No, I meant more like, you know when you see lads take their wedding ring off and they're all like, come on lads, I'm away from the wife and they do no. naughty business. No, we don't. That's they don't do. do that, do they? Yeah, some boys do. That's horrible. Well, it's like a, it's a stereotype. <laughs> I know. That's a really sad indictment of men and monogamy. It is, and that's why mm. I was trying to subvert that by saying my idea of that is eating an omelette. They're just having banter, babe. Okay. Are it's they? just banter. If you can't handle the banter, stop drinking Fanta. I don't drink the Fanta. <laughs> Fucking loser. Uh, Worst omelette. Take a minute, speak your truth. Um... I just really feel like we should say sorry to your wife. Oh no, I love, I love you, babe. Well, he... I just occasionally eat an omelette. I mean, that's that's it's, it's a free country. I don't eat them at home. At the end of the day, it's his body. It's his choice. Okay. I only, I don't eat them. I don't eat them that often. <laughs> <laughs> You've had three this week. Okay, worst one. <laughs> worst one. Um, 
Do you know I, I actually know where it is. Go on. It's at a hotel in Rotterdam, and it broke my. I, this one broke my fucking heart because I'd stayed, I'd stayed at this hotel before, and it was the first time I'd ever stayed in a hotel with an omelette station. Oh wow! And I was wow. like, wow, whoa, ha, 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 incredible. Yeah. I, I mean, she was a whiz on that thing. Oh yeah. wow. Then I stayed in the same hotel again two years later. Oh god. Different person. <gasps> it was not a good omelette. What? It was not good. They didn't. It was just a mess. It was a mess. I think talk, they talk us through it. What was wrong? It was Undercooked a or overcooked? Well, look, it was the 15th anniversary of 9/11, so I was in a weird place anyway. Don't give me start on the 15th. Uh, the 16th, fine. 14th, great. If anything, 15th. What a fucking day. So I turned up. Oh my god! Am I allowed to? Have, I didn't know what to say. You think Helen hasn't mentioned the anniversary of September 11th on this podcast multitudinous times? You're good. Go on. Oh, good. We started the episode that came out on September 11th. Where... Listen, <laughs> we don't get back to the omelets, please. But it was just a shit omelet. They, it wasn't even omelet. It was like scrambled eggs no. with a bunch of like a couple olives and a pepper and an onion, and none of it was cooked. What? And then I had a blueberry muffin and a, cr- and a cry, and I, ta- <laughs> and I tanked the gig on purpose. <laughs> Took it out on the people of Rotterdam. Wow, good for you, man. That's Thank you. You also eat a spiteful omelette, it seems. I eat a spiteful omelette. Thank eat you. spitefully. Thank you. Okay. Sorry that happened to you. Thank you. Um, well, you seem... Am I being a good guest? You seem like you're having a break. I honestly yeah? don't think... I don't know. Like, I don't... I want to I wanna tell you, but I don't That's know. That's not a thing that I podcast think, hosts tend to say, by I the way. Very good... I don't know if you're doing well here. Here's what I'd say. Is I'd say you're being a good guest on the podcast you're on. Have we facilitated a good environment for you to be a good podcast guest? I'd say probably no. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's with that. been pretty egg focused, mm. and that's on us as much as it is you. I feel mm. like it's your you sort of came on off menu, and we've just been like, well, it's like it's they, been a bit confused. It's almost like you could say you can't make an omelette <laughs> without breaking a few eggs. We'll do a list of problems, yes, please, please. Em. Thank Let's you very much. Get this guy much. out of here. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, having, I'm in one of those days where I feel like, well, I must still be on like a plane and asleep or something. It can't really be happening. Do you want to hold the candle? Flying home from Rotterdam right now. The help holding a candle? Yeah, Just what the, is it? To ground you. It's um, Dolly Parton. Dolly if you want the rainbow, you've got to put up with the rain. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Ready? <laughs> yes. yes. This one's from Kay. Hi, Kay. Hi, Kay. Dear Hogs, hope you're all well. Hi, Kay. Thank you. Okay, great. Um, hope you're all well. I'm in the market for some advice and I'm hoping my favourite comedians can help. I want oh to start God. writing comedy and doing some stand-up. I have notes notes on my phone full of content ideas and I've been adding to it for months. Freak. I also have some experience with performing. What I struggle with is actually writing the set. Do you have any advice on how to get started with writing comedy? I've looked at some comedy writing courses but my funds are incredibly limited and I'm currently working as a nanny after graduating from Central School of Speech and Drama. <gasps> I went you there. there. I went there. Hey. hey, Kay. Um, here's what I'd say is I I did a stand up writing course and uh-huh. I think it actually only helped with like giving me the confidence to perform, which it sounds like you already have. So I don't think that you need to be spending your very low funds on that. I think um, if you are if the issue is you're trying to figure out like it sounds like you have too much stuff and you don't know where to start for a set. Yeah. I think just book yourself shitloads of five minutes at open mics where you can and then just try different ones like try as many different ones as you can as early as you can and also i don't know that i ever wrote a set when i started mm. i sort of just talked and let the audience decide what was good i did the opposite i just talk now and only have bullet points yeah. and like never write it out but when i started i wrote it over prescribed i was so nervous and i wrote yeah. out like full sets but like would sort of like pick something to talk about I say that my first gig I played Share Believe down the microphone from my phone because I ran out of things Did to say. Did we all? <laughs> Did we all? But like, I mean, Catherine's right. The really annoying thing about stand-up is you kind of just have to go to the open mic. Like, there's no, do it. don't you think? Yeah, you just have just you just have to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard and it's awkward, but you just have to do it, and it's great. And if you've already got like a, if you've graduated from Central, Central place like that. That's where Judy Dench went and Catherine Bohart. Yeah. And they're hilarious. <laughs> yes. Judy's Judy is a lava man. She's low. Okay. She's low. That guy. Um, yeah, just do it. Just write write loads. Write loads of stuff. Go and do it. And just it you just, just keep doing it. I know it sounds obvious. I I'm rereading that book by Stephen King called On Writing. I've never read any of Stephen King's never books apart it. from this. It's so good. It's about how important it is to just have just to, why people write, how you write. And all he does is just 
just does it. He just keeps going and does it. It is it is a craft. I hate saying totes that, agree. but it is a craft. No. I also got told something quite early on. I don't know if this is useful because it sounds like you've got lots of things you want to talk about. But if you're struggling to write like your first set, I didn't do this, but I wish I had, which is like one of the comics in Berlin told me quite early on. It's like, well, it's your first set, so you just need to introduce yourself. Like if you can't introduce yourself, then it's like it's going to be hard to do like material because yeah. you kind of need to know your voice. So just sort of like introduce yourself in the funniest way you can you know I think that's fair i think like the first the privilege of the first few sets you do is like no one knows you yeah so you get to tell them information like that's obvious about yourself as if it's new and exciting and also i just think the best and most relieving thing i realized about my first few sets was that they were always going to be the worst ones i wrote i'm now trying to think about your first sets and i remember your one of your oh first openers and you'd go on stage and you had like a little dress on yeah and you'd be like can you see can you see my can you see mine i was yeah. like this is great i genuinely genuinely <laughs> like my set was like predominantly Based off, can you see my cunt <laughs> <laughs> it was charming but also genuinely my cooch i think was the word i used you did you use cooch because it was and for a radio yeah, and my my so they couldn't even see us. No, they couldn't. And also, my first set when I first started stand up was like two minutes. I was working in an office on the nature of like biscuit placement on large, um, <laughs> large boardroom tables and how they it like created a Hunger Games vibe of, as to who would go first. Truly, it was dog shit. But that's the no. Best thing about- that feels like a really signature Bohart bit. It was like my, my biscuit is, placement. My point is like it's gonna be your worst set, so just get out there and say say it, and then and then make it the next one will be a bit marginally better, and then marginally better. And it's so annoying because it does take ages. But I just think do it. Um, I hope that helps. Does that help? Uh, one thing I would definitely say because it may not always seem like it. Most comedians are really nice. Most comedy audiences are pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. So don't ever... Every, everyone feels that. Yes. <laughs> what you're feeling is so... There is Normal. literally no comedian that has not felt Every like that. comedian's done this as well. And that they've thing. all yeah. done it. To start, how do I start? And like yeah, yeah, yeah. every comedian you meet, even if you do have like one of those nights where it doesn't go well, we've all done it multiple times. Oh, and if anyone's a dick about that, that just means they haven't died yet. And oh boy, they're going to learn real fast. Or they have and they don't feel it. Yeah, we've all seen those ones they're when they walk off and they go, smashed it. And it's like, yeah, yeah. you need to go kill yourself right, <laughs> right now, right now. <laughs> go. I, w- I would also say, try every joke three times. And then if it doesn't work, throw it away. But if it, but it like, but I do think give it three times because sometimes it's in delivery, sometimes it's in wording, sometimes it's in. I did the Irish accent mm. for three days after Catherine was at that show because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. just you know, you never know. But never it just know. worked less and less each day. Yeah, and then you hired a lookalike. Is that right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do think. What do you, is, is there anything more to say on that? I think that's really it, isn't it? Just do, go do. You just have to do it. Unfortunately, you just kind of have to do it and. Oh, and, and you it, have to win way. so you think you're funny or you'll be nothing. No, no. It's a very niche no, little thing, but I think it's very important. No, neither of us did behave. Neither of us did well. No. <laughs> Lachlan, mm. you're on tour. It's an amazing show. People should go see you. Also, you've come here hungover and you've done your goddamn best, my friend. You've done your absolute <laughs> best. That's not good. You've really? done your absolute best. <laughs> really? And we respect you. Also, you are online. I've not won a competition to <laughs> be here. Like I was invited. If you enter the competition, it would be for a real large omelet. <laughs> Here's my question. Where do people follow you online? At Sean McLaughlin on Twitter. I can't even remember my Instagram. I think it's at Sean McLaughlin Comedy. I'll look it up. You, I mean, he's tagged in our stuff. So okay, like, great. Where can, what's your website? SeanMcLaughlinComedy.com. Fabulous. Sean, I did have a question. I knew I had a question, but I was interrupted so long ago. <laughs> you just did Live at the Apollo. I did. That's coming out soon. People can check you out on that as well. Yeah, come watch me on that. Did you have a great time? Um, I did, actually. It was yeah. very nice. Yeah? It was very what nice. What you wear? I wore. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you wearing? I wore. A, I wore a suit. I wore the no. same suit I I always wear, which is just a slightly bland dark grey suit. Lovely. And it was very nice. Pre-show meal. Pre-show meal. Yeah. What you get? What you get? Oh, because you get to order what you want, don't yeah. you? Yeah. It's like last meal. Yeah, it's like the last meal. <laughs> what did I have? Because they give you all the. I had all the takeaway menus. I think I just had a Nando's. Did you? Didn't uh, go Leon? Well, the thing is, Nanda, I wasn't given that. Oh, wait. I got... I'd have gone that. Oh, he's angry. <laughs> what? Was that on the cards? Yeah, I had a Wagamama's. They didn't even give that, but I said I'm gluten-free, and they were like, what, what do you want? Are you serious? Yeah. I'd have gone for but like a I local meze ner- platter I was or too nervous I couldn't eat it, so it didn't really matter. 
I fucking wolfed my. Okay, I fine. ate so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I couldn't I know, eat you I, I just went Nando because I never get Nando's apart from in situations like that. I just remembered when I came back from Apollo because I was so hungry because I hadn't eaten because I was so nervous. I warmed up myself at Marks and Spencer's pre-made Spanish omelette. Whoa! You could say they were huevos rancheros. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> I looked at you and I might. All the I blood thought went you from were going to do a tortilla thing because we were saying Spanish omelette and tortilla, and then she was saying tortilla early, but I was saying Spanish omelette. I don't know what I was going to do. Okay. Did that? That shouldn't say it. Yeah, that's bad stuff. Don't ever make it so the first conversation you have all day <laughs> is filmed and recorded. You'll live with egg on your face because and it won't be good. You'll live with three eggs on your face <laughs> and you're going to wish they were in a bloody pan. <laughs> it makes no sense. Bye, me. Hey, Sean McLaughlin, everybody. <laughs> Thank you to our executive producers, Guy Goodman, Simon Moores, Janina Bautista, Mary Fox, Annie Tonner, Sarah Harkay-Deacon and Oliver Jago. You absolute legends. A huge thank you to our producers, Richard Bicknell, Elle, Richard Bold, Neil Redmond, Victoria Hutchison, Emma Walton, Karen and David Bull, Harold Van Dyke, Eddie Doyle, Tim and Dom, David Walker, Rachel R, Anthony Conway, Sadie Cashmore, Claire Owen-Jones, Jess and Nick, Zoe Joe Holmes, Sarah and Molly, Alex Pugh, Josie W, Amy, Raya Fink, Cordelia, Rachel Page, Helen A, Tina Lindsay, Sophie Chivers, Graham Marsh and Emily Gee. Oh my God, what a long list. You absolute heroes. Thank you so much. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.